Welcome to Pencil Leadership. I'm Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help you realize your full potential so you can leave a positive mark on the world. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. This is episode 137 with founder of Exalted Publishing House, Bridget Cisco. And if you want to make a difference in the lives of others, share this episode, go over to Apple Podcasts and follow us there to leave a positive rating and review. And together we can leave a bigger positive mark on the world. You're about to get some sparkle in your life. We've got the, you know, sparkle agent here on the show, Bridget Aileen Cisco. She is the founder of Exalted Publishing House, uh, also a podcast host, and she calls herself the sparkle agent. So we're super excited to have her on the show. Bridget, welcome to Pencil Leadership. Thanks so much, Chris, for having me. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to just kind of dig into the traits of pencil leadership with you. Just learn about your journey, learn about you, learn about the mark you're leaving on the world. But first, tell a little bit about Exalted Publishing House. We were talking about a little bit before the show, and it's a really interesting setup you got there. So what do you do with Exalted? Yeah, so uh, my big mission is to amplify the voices of powerful leaders, people who are here to leave a mark on the world. And about a year ago, I got the the download to start sharing in different ways beyond just social media. And, you know, yesterday, Facebook and Instagram were down. How funny. And it further solidified why I wanted to create books, because books outlive us. They leave a legacy. And my idea was to gather women together to do this as a collaborative project where they're not only producing and being a published author, but they're also doing this in community with other leaders. They are getting to network. They are getting to learn how to public speak, podcast pitching, pitching to the media. It's really a a comprehensive visibility program, but with the main goal of sharing powerful stories. That's awesome. I, I love it. And I think everybody has a story. I think we all have something to share with the world to make a difference. And, and that's kind of why I started Pencil Leadership. So it's really cool to connect with you, have you on here and just from your expertise and perspective. So you talked about a little bit in there how you, you part of it is networking. And I think that's a really good concept to life to go at, you know, just connecting with other people and you never know who you can meet, especially those who become mentors and guides for us. And the first trade of Pencil Leadership, obviously, we need somebody to kind of hold us, to kind of guide us along so we can leave our mark to the best of our ability and learn from them. So through your journey, through your experiences so far, I'm sure you've had mentors uh, just from, I mean, we can't do it alone. We can't have success without uh, those in our lives. So what is some wisdom that you've learned or you've been given from mentors you've had? Yeah, you know, I'm going to start with my parents, the most probably cliche answer. Um, My dad has been an entrepreneur my entire life, and my mom and him both kind of planted these seeds of wisdom within my brother and sister and I of you can do anything that you want in this world. Um, You know, you can be you also Mm. at the same time. Yeah. So from an early age, there was something in my, my brain and my consciousness that said, I can create something. I'm capable of doing so. I'm capable of starting something. So that was the first seed that was planted. And then over the years, I have had many, many mentors who I'm so, so grateful for. And the seed that they've planted within me is just another perspective. Because sometimes we are so in our own challenges or we can't see it from another perspective. We can't see it in another way. So that ability to have another set of eyes on our work and to remind us like we can freaking do it. Mm 
Because there's so much that gets in our way of our minds sometimes. And we just need that person to hold us to the highest vibration of our, our truth potential, I believe. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome. One, your parents, you can be you uh, is a, such a crucial thing. Cause I think so many times we compare ourselves and we think, you know, we need to be this person or we need to be like them or, uh, and so just living into our, our true potential, uh, is such a, such a key thing because we have so much potential. We have so much to bring to the world as ourselves. And I think we kind of, we kind of get away from that because, you know, we need to go to school, we need to find a career we need. And, and a lot of it's just kind of following, following what we've seen in our lives. And, and sometimes we miss out on our, on ourselves there. And so I think that's a really cool piece of wisdom and advice that you've learned from your parents. And uh, I couldn't agree more with having that external perspective too, from mentors, from guys, because we do, we get in our way a lot uh, as entrepreneurs and we, we sometimes get going so hard or we, you know, we get so focused on the goal that we were missing some things. And so being able to have that person who's kind of unbiased or however you want to say it, see those, man, Hey, what, what about this? Or, you know, why are you doing that? Why don't you do it this way? And it's like, Oh crap. Yeah, you're right. So it's a good wake up call for sure. And I think we always need them no matter what level we're at with that. The journey we, we go on as entrepreneurs, like even with guides and mentors, isn't always the easiest. And so curious, do you have any moments? So pencil leadership, the second trait is Pencils have to go through sharpenings to have a point to leave a mark. And those aren't easy. Those aren't comfortable. Those aren't nice moments. So do you have one that sticks out in your mind, a moment, a time period that was just, that was hard, that was maybe that hurt, that kind of took part of you away, but you were able to grow through and have a positive outcome? Absolutely. There's many of those moments, right? <laughs> right. I feel like as entrepreneurs, <laughs> we are the masters of pivoting. <laughs> so yes, one that stands out pretty uh, strongly in my mind is after I graduated college. So I studied organizational leadership and digital media, which makes sense for what I do. But yeah. I was working in sales and advertising in New York City. Hated the job. Wasn't for me, you know, the, the story. So I decided to leave the job. I went to study yoga in, um, in Ibiza and I wanted to study Ayurveda as well, which is the sister science to yoga, it's holistic huh. healing. Yeah, we could go deep into that yeah. as well. <laughs> and I came home and, you know, I was about to start my new life of starting a yoga career, starting a, a healing career. And I felt very, very alone because I moved back to the town that I had grew up in. I moved back in with my parents after living in Jersey City uh, when I was working in the city. So it was a complete shift in everything, my environment, everything. And I came home to this place where I grew up, where the people I went to high school were, people I went to college were, and I felt like I wasn't that same person. So it was a challenging time because it was hard to have conversations with people that you just don't feel like you're at the same place anymore. And the beauty of that moment of feeling quote unquote lonely was I just decided to seek out groups and communities and I would go on meetup.com and look for like meditation groups or yoga, uh, yoga workshops or shamanic drumming circles. I don't even know what I was looking for anything at that time. Right. And it led me on this journey. And when I began teaching yoga, I was like, gosh, I want to, I wish there was a community and I'm the flaw. I have the philosophy of, well, I'll just build it. They'll come. And that's what I did. And honestly, me feeling kind of alone on that initial journey after coming home, you know, changing my life, learning all these new things, it gave me a lot of purpose to actually what I'm doing today because so much of my work 
is infused with networking and relationship building and having deeper conversations and finding the people who are with you on the journey. Because gosh, it can feel challenging when you're alone. But I believe we need these times to sharpen us. Like I believe in polarity. We live on this planet where we have a lot of experiences, but many of them teach us so much. And I'm very grateful for the, the challenging experiences, maybe not in the moment, but now I am. <laughs> right. Yeah. The hindsight, you know, 2020 for sure. It's funny because when we can see kind of silver lining, when we can, when we can take those hardships is like, Hey, this is an opportunity to grow, to learn something, you know, it really shifts kind of that pain, that kind of positioning um, that we feel sometimes. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I, coming and, and starting an entrepreneurial journey, like you're different. <laughs> you're different than every a lot of other people. And so, yeah, it kind of feels like you're isolated there until you can, like you said, network, reach out to other people. And that's why, man, that, that's why I loved starting this podcast because you, you connect with so many other like-minded individuals. I mean, at least from my perspective with my show, and I know yours as well, that you can just like start, you know, you know, building those relationships, those friendships, those just those connections that you can kind of lean back on and go to and be like, Hey, you know, I, and we haven't talked in a while, but how's everything going with, you know, publishing house with exalted publishing house, things like that, have those conversations and just, you know, get filled up from one another, even though, you know, we're uh, Indiana, New Jersey, different locations, you could still talk. I think it's the, the perspective and the mindset in those sharpenings that really make a difference from how we come out of them. Yeah, because I think all of us have two choices when we go through challenging situations. We can allow that event to define us and define our habits, define our next steps, define our relationships, define our self-identity. Or we can say, I learned something. Like there was something so beautiful in one of the most challenging experiences in my life. And gosh, I think that's allowed me a lot of a lot more beauty in my life because I've just chosen the other path. Because if you stay in that negative state, like, oh, woe is me, this is terrible, like for too long, obviously there's, it's okay to be like, hey, this, this really sucks. Like I, I, this is not fun at all, but then getting out of that. But if we stay in that state, then it just continues. Like you said, the polarity, you just stay in that negative, negative field. And it just, I've noticed at least my perspective, like when I get in that kind of downward spiral, you know, more negativity, more negative things start to happen, you know, you're late running an errand and, and whatever you hit the red light traffic, all that. So it all just kind of compounds. Whereas those things might still happen. You might get stuck in traffic, but if you're, if your perspective is, you know, what am I learning in this situation previously, when you get into that traffic, it's like, okay, you know, this is a chance for me to just kind of, you know, think or ponder, you know, so you see it differently. If you, if you can get out of that negative kind of spiral. It's such a muscle, such a muscle. It's such a practice and we're not perfect at it, but I believe in having the little pity party for ourselves. We have to feel what we're meant to feel Yep. and then we choose. Because I think so many times, especially my perspective, obviously I can't speak for everybody, but we don't want to feel, you know, we just, something happens is like internalized, put, put it in that box and then, okay, yeah, we're good. But I think, yeah, so healthy. And I've learned this so much over this last year is, yeah, like I'm pissed off. Like I'm, I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. And then, okay, now what I need to do, what action do I need to take going forward? So I think that uh, is a huge thing there uh, when we have these sharpenings in life. And I think too, with, with the moments where we, we mess up, <laughs> I know there's been many mistakes that I've made just along this journey in life in general, but with a pencil, you have an eraser to fix, to erase those marks. And we can do the same thing in our lives. We can work on fixing those and moving forward. So 
has there been a moment in your life where you're like, oh, crud, that was definitely the wrong thing to do? And it maybe, I mean, you're not maybe not stealing or, you know, whatever, but there's still moments that we mess up. How did you go about kind of fixing those or, or pivoting, like you said earlier, from those mistakes? You know, what comes to mind now is I think in the last couple of years of coaching and especially with the publishing projects, there's a lot of moving pieces to the back end of the publishing work. And because it was a newer experience uh, starting end of 2020, right? What year is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 20, 2021 still. I know I've lost it too. <laughs> um, there were things that I was like, oh shoot, I did not do that right. And I had a lot of moments of panic, like, oh my God, I messed this up. Right. And you know, it's something that my mentor really helped me with was, she was like, why don't you just be honest and tell them? Like, why don't you just communicate that you didn't do what you thought would be the end result? And what if you just told them? And you know what? It's been a really healing experience, which takes me into like a deeper thing that I'm realizing about, I believe, a new paradigm of leadership where we've been putting people on pedestals for years, like celebrities, um, people of wealth, uh, rulers, religious figures above us. And there's a major shift happening on this planet where I believe that we're starting to realize that a leader can be a leader, but they also can be a student at the same time. You know, a student of life, a student of learning, and to be able to just own up to like, hey, I just made a really human human mistake. Um, I, I love you and I hope you still love me in that moment. It's been great and challenging at first, but I'm very proud that it's been a new habit yeah. <laughs> essentially that's being formed. <laughs> yeah. I think that authenticity, I know that's overused that transparency, that outward, you know, like, Hey, this is what's going on. I think it's such a, a crucial point in leadership. And I think we, like you said, we, we put these leaders on pedestals and yes, they have a little bit more, we expect them to have actions that are a little bit, a little bit better than everyone else. They're in these positions and that's understandable because that comes, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So, but again, we're all human. And I think if we can, as those leaders say, Hey, yeah, you know, I screwed up. Like, I'm just going to put it out there instead of letting it come out later on 60 minutes. I, I really agree there. I think if we can own up to our mistakes, we all make them and, and no one's, no one's better than anyone else with that i think it just i think trust can be built a little bit better i think there'd be less people cautious because if your leadership can be up front with things it gives you room to to trust and to build that better relationship and like the way i see leadership and where it's going is i think like the leader goes first but the leader is simply like holding space to activate and invite everyone to be a leader of their own life mm. you know i don't believe in this like savior complex because i think it takes our power away and I believe that we as humans have so much potential that's typically not realized maybe because of circumstance or schooling or education or the people we surround ourselves with. And I want to be the leader who just simply like sees you at your highest and is like, let's go there. Like, I'm just going to hold yeah. you to it because you have it within you too. Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's so, so true. I think there's so much missed potential and missed just beauty in the world because we don't have that support that encouragement of other people's gifts of other people's passions and abilities like it's a little sad but i i know good can still come but like how much art are we missing out on like mm -hmm. beauty how much innovation how much 
you know, change in the environment are we missing because people are, are scared or they're just kind of in this program lifestyle because that's just what they've been taught. And it's like, ah, like there's, there's so much, I'm just excited to see and, and like talking with you, Bridget and other people, like seeing them live to their passion and potential is just so cool because if we can help one another, like the ripple effect just continues to grow. And so I hope people listening to this can take a look inward and say, okay, where, where are my strengths? You know, where, where do my passions lie? Where, where am I strong? And kind of how do I need to pivot my life to start living into that? Because what I'm good at, what I'm, you know, created to do is going to have a positive effect on so many people. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, you know, those people are missing out on what I bring. There's a Wayne Dyer quote that goes, don't let your music die inside you. Mm-hmm. And I think that just hits the nail on the head. I, I agree. I think we just got to take a chance, you know, and, and live. And I think things work out. They do. And, and we can just see us and how we are created to be, man, just so much change and so much, like I said, beauty would just come from it. But it comes from taking those risks, risk and being able to say, hey, you know, I, I screwed up on that thing. You know, I'm trying, but I was wrong or I did this wrong or I'm sorry. Uh, and, and I think that transparency just along the journeys makes all the difference with the mark we're trying to leave on the world. When we're on our journeys, having that transparency, having that like, you know, hey, ownership of our actions kind of shows our character. And I think the character is a big part. So pencil leadership, the pencil has lead and the lead's what leaves the mark. It's not the external, what it looks like on the outside. It's that lead on the inside that needs to be protected. And the same with us, our heart, our spirit, our soul, our character, like, Though that's the most important thing because that's what comes out into the world and that's what leaves our mark. I mean, if you have a if you have a lot going on inside you, you're gonna come off as, you know, angry maybe or negative or or you know, just kind of toxic until uh, so you can heal through that. So with you, what do you what do you see as some really good character qualities or character traits that you look for maybe in, in team members or clients? And then what one do you think you're the strongest in? I would say I look for great communication skills because it's very important to me. I also look for people who can have conversations of depth. I always say I don't like to talk about the weather. It's not really that interesting to me. I also like people that take initiative, that just step forward. They just go first. So I appreciate that. And I would say that that is one of my best qualities. I step forward sometimes without thinking too much, right? So some people, you know, wait for everything to be perfect. I'm going to say that I do not wait for things to be perfect, which is one of my strongest qualities. And at times has, you know, shown me a lot because I haven't thought through my crazy wild business idea before I, you know, told the world about it. I like to go first. I just, I believe in just taking one step forward because that's all you need. And most people are just stuck in the thought of it. But if we just step forward, one little step, so much can start to evolve and, and ripple from that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I'm right there with <laughs> you on that. I think of the Iron Man quote uh, when he says, sometimes you got to run before you can walk. <laughs> and We're sprinting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how many times I get an idea and it's just like, all right, let's do it. And I think that, that can sometimes hinder the growth of business because it's like, oh, oh, this thing. Oh, this thing. Oh, okay, let's do it. Instead of just focusing on one, I know that's something that I've worked at trying to to be better at but i'm right there with you that just you know all right let's do it i don't know how but we're gonna we're gonna do it so yeah i think i think that's a good trait but also have to understand and rein it in a little bit sometimes and again 
goes back to having mentors and and accountability partners and things like that. So uh, such a such a good one. With that being that first one to step forward, you know, taking that action, that's the only way you know positive marks can be left. It's the only way change can happen. That's the only way success can happen. And so with you, with what you're doing at Exalted Publishing House as as a Sparkle agent, when everything is said and done for you here on earth, what do you hope your positive mark has been? Such a great question. I love this. My hope is that there are more, first of all, people who realize their potential and just take one step forward. And ultimately, I want to see more businesses created that are value-driven, they're mission-based, they are human-to-human-based, where we can start to, you know, invest our money in organic food, uh, building farms, building schools that teach our children how to grow their own food, how to relate to one another, emotional regulation. There's so many things I want to see a lot differently, and I do believe that this is happening in the world. And if I can be kind of known for one thing, it's just that person who who stepped forward and held the light on this planet, because I think we need that right now. I agree. I think so. And, and it's cool to see what you're doing, giving other people voices or, or allowing them to have a voice and helping them get it out there is huge. And it's awesome. We're, I mean, we're we're kind of tracking on the same thing. I mm-hmm. One of my big goals down the road is to start like a non-for-profit homesteading type yep. thing. Well, kids can come learn about it. Yeah, definitely. And like kind of the, the quote unquote petting zoo, but where older animals can come and have a great life. So that's cool. Kind of resonate there together with that. But yeah, Bridget, been, this has been awesome. Uh, I'm glad we, we got connected to have you on here. Uh, where can other people find you, connect with you and see what you're up to? Sure. The, the best two places are on Instagram. My handle is at Blissful Bridget. And then my website is www.bridgetaileen.com. Cool. Yeah, guys, definitely check her out. Get get connected with her. Uh, if you're a female entrepreneur looking to get a book, get get your story out there, uh, connect with Bridget. That's what she does. That's who she focuses on, and she's good at it. So definitely want to get connected with her. But again, Bridget, thank you so much for being on Pencil Leadership today. Thank you. You had great questions. This was an incredible show. I appreciate you. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.